Hello and welcome to this week's episode of They're Not Even Real Housewives Though podcast. It is just me again this week because I'm ramping up for a couple of special episodes in the next couple of weeks. So while I'm working on those, you might just have to put up with me ranting and raving about The Real Housewives and the online gossip that I have heard, seen, witnessed and adoring about these ladies. So this week we had OC and New Jersey as normal. I'm getting kind of tired of only having two Housewives episodes per week. I can't wait for the new seasons to drop in May. Um, Speaking of which, the Atlanta trailer dropped this week. I was frantically refreshing Twitter all day, waiting for this trailer to drop by B. Scott. Um, And I have to say, it was 100% worth the wait. I, I just, I squealed and screamed at my phone. Um, I think the defining moment for me was seeing Apollo. Why was, why is Apollo in it? Um, What's he doing? they doing with Apollo does that is that lining it up for Phaedra's return is that what's happening or is it just happened to be a random cameo and they used it in the trailer to get me all excited and scream at the tv I literally screamed oh my god it's Apollo like some stupid fangirl um I mean between Phaedra and Apollo I think it was Apollo and their son Aiden that was the best part of them being on the show for me but I've said it before I'll say it again and I will continue to say it if Phaedra returns to Atlanta I'm pretty sure I will stop watching in protest and um you know being as arrogant as I am I have this feeling that that would make a massive difference to their viewers figures and then they'd fire Phaedra they can't bring Phaedra back it's just not right especially now when they've got this new cast okay so aside from Apollo are popping up we have this new Olympic, four, four-time Olympic gold champion um, who's Jamaican and I'm half Jamaican so I instantly have an affinity with her obviously um, but I'm not really sure what it is that a four-time gold Olympic champion is doing on a Real Housewife show. First of all I'm here for it, I'm not dissing it but I don't understand what why she's doing the show it's the same way i don't understand why wendy does potomac because she's kind of more of an established educated woman and i don't really see the benefits of her being on a show however the benefits for me are huge because wendy brings it and i love the way that she cuts people down and i love her one-liners but this olympic champion i'm excited to see what goes down between her and drew um, she quite rightly says Drew needs to put respect on her name. Drew just needs to mind her business. So the other part of um the trailer was Drew's husband is still up to his same shenanigans. I don't know if you remember. So the last season of Atlanta was Drew's husband disappeared for like three or four days to go to the beach. And the main kicker for me was that he drove by multiple beaches to go to a specific beach. um Like much further away than he needed to do he didn't tell his family where he was going didn't tell his wife where he was going he didn't do any of that he just kind of disappeared for like four or five days who does that in a healthy committed relationship doesn't make any sense to me and now this time around he's people are sliding into his dms or he's sending inappropriate messages and the way kenya comes for him at that dinner in the trailer 
brilliant. However, don't really think Kenya is the type of person who should be passing judgment on anyone's relationship when she can't hold down a healthy one at all. Um, so that for me was a bit, I don't like the way Kenya does that. She loves to comfort other people. She loves to say things about other people, but she never looks at herself and realises her own issues. She does do that. She did do that when they went on a car trip last season and she broke down to Candy about all the things that are happening with her ex and stuff. But apart from that, Kenya's very much like... Kenya's the Teresa of Atlanta for me, completely unaware of everything that she does and she says and the hypocrisy of pretty much every statement that comes out of her mouth. The Kenya moments that I do really love though is when she has parties and she hosts events because they're always a bit epic and they're always full of drama and she throws shade even in the smallest of ways like she makes people wear costumes and shitty costumes and stuff but this party that I'm assuming she threw for her daughter Brooklyn looks like <laughs> it goes down and the, the scene with the woman, the white woman specifically, walking past with her child and shouting, this is a kid's party, when Candy says about being accused of sucking some dick in a parking lot. And <laughs> this woman was absolutely disgusted, terrified, appalled. It was everything. And then Marlo announcing that Kenya shouldn't invite her white friends because they just don't get it was just priceless and this is my why Marlo has deserved her peach for all of these years. It's those moments of Marlo that just make life worth living. I really hope she doesn't disappoint me with her full-time peach because I'm going to be pissed off because I've invested so much time in champion championing for her and I'm obsessed with Marlo and I'm really interested to see the dynamic of her raising her nephews um, because of her sister's unfortunate situation and just seeing a bit more of her personal life and I'm really excited to see where Marlo Hampton gets all of Marlo Hampton's labels. So let's catch up with New Jersey this week. So this week's New Jersey episode heavily focused on the tail end of the ropes course drama between um, Marge and um, what's her name? Teresa. How did I forget her name? Oh, it's been a long day. It's been a long week, guys. And it's snowing. I'm really pissed off. Anyway, I digress. So it focused on that. And it focused on Jen and Bill having their date night where she speaks about the affair and the effect it's had on her and how they both need to work on their marriage. Um, It also looks at Jackie's... It also looks at Jackie's eating disorder when she's speaking to a therapist and the things that she needs to do to kind of help and of course the epic baseball game so I've been looking forward to this baseball game for ages because I listened to other housewives podcasts and a couple of the guests were actually at the baseball game and they were talking about it so it's something that I've been looking forward to watching and it didn't disappoint I mean from what I understand there was way more drama that happened in the background that obviously we don't see I rant about this all the time this unseen footage I need to see these unseen footages or I need to be at a taping. I need to find myself in a Real Housewives location where it's an epic brawl or dinner or something happens. Because I just, I need to see it for myself with 
in all of its unedited glory because it's just not fair living in the uk i miss all of the good stuff and it's just bullshit yeah so this is where my mind's at today um listeners i'm not really on a uh one chain of thought i'm kind of all over the place so i do apologize for that but it makes for good listening i think so let's start with the baseball game <clears throat> well actually no let's start with the the, the ropes course thing. So Teresa insulted pretty much everybody and stormed out. And admitted that the only reason why she went in the first place was to give everyone her workout line. Because she wants them to wear it to the baseball event for promotion, basically. I'm not mad at that. Woman's got to eat, she's got kids to feed, I'm pretty sure she's got a mortgage to pay. And who knows if Louis going to have a lawsuit that she's going to have to have to pay out or go to jail for because that's the type of men that she seems to attract but what got me <laughs> was the sheer audacity okay the sheer audacity of her chewing absolutely everybody out dragging everyone at this tree ropes course thing storming out refusing to stay for lunch and then sending everyone gushing text messages asking them to model her her um athletic athleisure I hate that word. I can't stand it. Athleisure. Fuck's sake. It's, I just know it's athleisure. It does my head in. I, the word, I can't even with that word. But anyway, with her new workout line to the event, using the guys that they need, she needed to use it for um, promotion because she's selling some of it at the, at the event. And then a proportion of the proceeds are going to go to the charity that, they're playing the baseball game for <laughs> basically as you probably watched it yourself the ladies were not happy about this and refused to wear it and melissa her much devoted sister-in-law said i'm not i mean we're here for a charity event it's not right that we're promoting a brand Q, she walks into the event wearing an MV t-shirt and an MV baseball cap. For those of you who don't know, Melissa owns a clothing boutique called MV. So she was promoting her own brand while saying that she wasn't, she didn't think it was right to do that at a charity event. The hypocrisy of the Jersey girls just never fails to amaze me. It really doesn't. Um, I think every single one of them has made some incredibly hypocritical statements at some point and they're so oblivious to to doing it that it's just fantastic television i can't believe that they're that dumb to it but anyway i move move on move on move on so the baseball game happens evan is buff i mean i know he goes to the gym and i know he works out but i was looking at him and i was thinking he's really quite buff so me and my friend were talking about this and she seems to think that he's as big as Frank Catania. Not in the arms, but in the chest. Now, I'm not 100% sure about that, but he's definitely come and moving. Maybe he might be Frank Jr. levels of buffness. Um, but yeah, but anyway, go Evan and go Jackie. 100% support whatever Evan's doing in the gym because it is working, honey. So they have the baseball game. Doesn't look like it's going very well. Then obviously Joe Gorga is let's do some shots. So they do shots. Uh, Tiki turns up and pretty much saves the day from what I can gather. He's throwing himself on the floor, catching balls. He's bowling people out. It was great. I loved watching it. But the highlight of the baseball game for me was Gia coming for Marge. 
Now, I don't know how everyone else feels about this, but I have a I take issues and concerns with children participating in adult in grown folk arguments that's not their family and it's got fuck all to do with them. Teresa doesn't Teresa obviously doesn't tell Gia the full story. She doesn't Gia doesn't fully understand exactly what's happening in the situation between her and Marge. The way that Gia looked at her from across the room when Marge said that she didn't want to wear Teresa's workout line. And then the way Gia was like, well, they, she supports you. Does she though? Does she? I don't really recall Teresa supporting anyone apart from Teresa, which is fine. Do you. But let's not bring your 20, 21-year-old child into a conversation that's between two grown adults. Don't know how you feel about that. If you would be pleased or proud that your child is defending you or if you think that it's a bit out of order but I'm not sure if I'd be okay with my kids stepping in the other thing about Gia that's really starting to kind of worry me is that she's going to be at the reunion from what I understand like she's actually going to be there now Brianna's done this in the past in the OC and it's worked out well but Brianna has a very cool level head. She's aware of her mum's flaws and she's never taken sides and she doesn't kind of get involved in drama and doesn't say anything that could ruffle any feathers. She kind of just gives an even kill approach to the situation and I'm not sure how Gia's going to do in that. So I'm curious to see her stand in the reunion. The taping is happening at the time of this recording and it sounds like it's full of drama. There was 90 minute diversions where Melissa got upset. So Jen obviously said something, which I'm looking forward to seeing. But again, that was a 90 minute tirade. I guarantee you will get to see about two and a half minutes of it. So where is that unseen footage? I would like to see it, please. Jackie's um, eating disorder, again, is something that I'm really here for. I'm really, really loving the way that they're handling this and the quite kind of the way that they're portraying it on the show. Makes me sad that they didn't give the same kind of respect to Jules in New York when she was obviously still quite in an eating disorder where she had a few slip-ups and stuff, but they kind of brushed it over, moved on, and Bethany and Carol would make comments about it on the side and I think the way that they handled it was wrong especially now seeing how the producers are managing it for New Jersey watching Evan explain about their vacations they can never go away for so, for more than four days because she can't handle not being in control of her food for that long and having to call ahead at restaurants to make sure they can steam spinach for example because she needs to make sure all of her vegetables are steamed really broke my heart and it's a testament to him as a man um, and a, as a husband of how he's kind of stood by her and kind of supported her in her anorexia journey and even though I still think he's cheating on her and has cheated on her I, I respect him a lot because of that and it really broke my heart and it warmed me up to him a little bit more and seeing his buffness in the baseball game didn't didn't hurt either to be perfectly honest the husband I'm not warming up to now though is Bill okay <laughs> the smugness in that man's face I can't take it his wife is telling him that she's unhappy with the situation she doesn't like what's been going on and he's just looking at her like well you know what can you do this is basically our marriage and this is the situation and I don't think anything's going to change he has thoroughly enjoyed being able to have an affair for two years while his wife was pregnant 
and get away with it and not have any heat on the situation and not have any drama. I, however, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with the way that Jennifer's bringing it up on the show now because it was over 10 years ago and as she said herself, she kind of just kept it moving. Now, bringing it up, I don't know if it's right to do it on the show. I think they need to go to couples therapy maybe and have this conversation privately but it is a reality TV show and Jen does strike me as the type of person that she's going to bear. If she's on the show, she's on the show. She's going to bear it all, which we witnessed when she allowed her daughter to have some kind of meltdown about the whole situation and the cameras film it. Oh, that irked me. But we move. So I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think Bill needs to get punched in the face um, and I'm not really sure by who, maybe Jen um but like she said if she something happens now she gets half so good for you and i hope you do get half if that ever happens oc is back i think this is it now i've been upset with it for weeks the episodes have been pretty dull everything's been pretty boring i've had to put up with heather and her ostentatious vulgarness i've had to put up with shannon and her just shannonness and emily and gina have kind of just been quietly in the side plotting and scheming and noella's just been a queen but I think from this week, this is it. We get to see some of the original OC drama as it unfolds and as the drama happens. And I'm, I'm, I, I, oh, yeah, as a sigh moment, it's too much. I'm obsessed. Um, I think I, I don't know what to say about this episode. It was, um, it was a lot. There was, um tears there was tantrums there were there's going to be an epic fight i think between noella and heather next week because heather came to play at the end of the episode she wasn't having any of it but i'm not really sure i get it so the the, the tantrum heather threw over the room the tantrum she threw because no one was sticking up for her like what the fuck she's the first person to say that i'm not a child i don't need anyone to defend me i'm capable of fighting my own battles because that's a rehearsed line that i think she thinks makes her look good on tv but then as soon as she realizes that there's situations that are out of her control she hasn't got a rehearsed one-liner she needs to rely on other people she just basically shat all over shannon and multiple times in that day and then pulled her aside and was like why didn't you defend me fuck you heather just fuck you it's just no absolutely not not here for it she i just like i said before on a previous episode i'm so disappointed by the whole situation when it comes to heather i really am she i loved her when she first came into oc like 10 plus years ago whenever it was but this this time there's just everything about her is just oh it's just grating on me i will leave right now i will phone terry and he will get me a plane in the morning just fuck off just yeah fuck off that's all i have to say that's all i have to say um <laughs> emily emily knows something emily definitely knows something about what happened that night at that dinner again i've mentioned the thirty-six thousand dollar dinner that nobody ate she knows exactly what went down and i don't think noella's lying the way emily reacted Bella saying that you knew that she knew something the way she got up the way she left the way she argued it's not the way Emily would normally defend herself it was a different pitch it was a different tone of voice it was a different body language she definitely knows something and then if you look at Twitter Twitter says Kelly Dodd or whatever her name is now Leventhal Leventhal I don't know Kelly Dodd anyway 
saying that Emily had texted her after that at night and had told her that um, Heather had done something. She had thrown someone against the wall. I personally don't really see Heather being a physical violence type of person. But I don't know if she she seemed pretty mad that that whole thing got brought up on camera about Heather, um, that Nicole girl who's disappeared, by the way. I still talk about this to this day. Where the fuck did she go? Um, Nicole sued, was suing Terry and I don't think that she was pre, like was prepped by production for that. So I think that she was genuinely pissed off and upset and, you know, not happy with the fact that that was brought up without her prior permission. So maybe she was really mad and decided to throw someone against the wall. I'm not really sure, to be honest, if I believe it or not. But Emily definitely knows something and I don't think Noella's lying. Um, And I don't understand why Emily is usually quite happy to stand up and be like, yeah, fuck it. And cause shit and drama everywhere. But this one particular time she feels like she can't do it. What does Heather know about Emily? Or does Emily just not want to lose her place on the show? Because she thinks that Heather is control of production. And if she starts to say bad things about Heather. She might disappear like Nicole. Who knows? Um, I'm not really <laughs> um, sure if. Let's talk about Shannon. And her meltdown at the Zoom table. This woman has a child at college and two teenage daughters that seem to be pretty self-sufficient to me. But she was crying that she has no time to do anything because she doesn't have a nanny. I'm just going to let that sink in. She has a daughter at college and two teenage daughters who are going to go to college next year. But she doesn't have time to do anything because she doesn't have a nanny. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we don't like Shannon. This is the, That statement within itself is one of the reasons why I don't like Shannon. I enjoy tequila Shannon when she's drunk and she's a hot mess because she's fun to watch. But this is the reason why I don't, I don't like Shannon. I can't put up with this self-entitlement kind of unaware of the real world. There's people with eight, nine children who are single parents that are doing it by themselves. They don't have nannies, they don't have chefs, they don't have bland teams, they don't have million pound wardrobes, they don't have any of that stuff, but they are working it, they're surviving and they're thriving. And this is one of the reasons why I don't like Shannon, but it's also one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with the OC. Because they have absolutely no idea what goes on in the rest of the world. Absolutely none. And I love watching it, but comments like that just make my stomach turn and it makes me very uncomfortable to watch. I do think, though, that she was gaslighted a lot in that during that dinner. People were coming for her, expecting her to react. And it wasn't it wasn't very pleasant to watch. Uh, I liked the way that Noella kept her cool during the dinner. She kept composed. She wasn't raising her voice, despite Gina accusing her of barking. She didn't raise her voice. She kept herself quite calm and concise. And then when she was ready to speak back at the, at the house, she did so in a quiet manner. And I think... The way she approached the situation was really good. And I'm interested to see this fight between those two um, at the, in next week's episode and then what happens in the future. And will we ever find out if Heather threw someone against the wall? Probably not. But I'd be interested. To find, like, I want to know. Like, surely the person who she did it to would have come out by now and sued her. Like, if it did happen. Because they'd get loads of money, wouldn't they? I don't know. Yeah, 
I'm not sure. So this altitude thing, I'm interested about this. Like, does it, is this something that really does affect people like this badly? Because they all seem to have lost their shit. And I'm curious to find out about altitude. If any of you guys who have listened to suffer from altitude, like related episodes or illnesses, um, I'd like to hear more about that actually, because I've, I, I just don't understand why it would send someone so loopy. And should they be drinking? Is that a thing they should be doing? Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about the OC, to be honest. It's not, it's a great episode, but just, it just focused around that dinner and how Gina and Emily are now lapdogs minions to Heather. Luella's still holding her own as the queen and Shannon's just being really asinine and that's it. So I'm interested to see what happens next week and if there's any classic one-liners from Luella that Heather hasn't got a rehearsed response for. It's awards time. So this week, my shade queen. Oh, it's a tough one. But I think my shade queen might have to be Gia. She's not a housewife. And I don't really want her to become a housewife. And I don't really want to give this any legs for people to think that she might become a housewife. But the way she just looked at Margaret across the room in the baseball um, changing room, epic for me. Gia Judice gets Shade Queen of the Week. Actual queen, like queen with the crown for me this week. Oh, that's another tough one. But I think it might have to be Noella. Just because I think she had... An epic opportunity to absolutely lose her shit at Heather or at that dinner table. And I think she held her composure really well. And so Noella gets my queen of the week. <sighs> Confessional look, queen. Oof. I don't know. I don't... Do you know what? I'm not giving it to anyone this week. I don't think any of them really came, came correct at all. The, the outfit that Noella was wearing during her confessionals, I've already given her the award for that before, so I can't do that again. And I don't think anyone else really kind of... No, not even Dolores from New Jersey. Shannon, definitely not from the OC with that weird sparkly thing in the hair. No, 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 no. Um, Yeah, no one. Oh, actually, maybe Jen, Aiden from New Jersey, when she had the, the low ponytail with the middle part and then the black outfit that was all right actually I quite like that okay let me do that I'm gonna give it to Jen Aiden for confessional look of the week this week so that's it for this week's episode of they're not even real housewives though podcast it's a nice short one this week because it's just me giving my two pence on all things housewives Hope you enjoyed listening and don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe.